the Ole Miss nationally here. Yeah. We're gonna go set this thing on fire. Love I it. mean, we're gonna. I'm going all over. I'm gonna go on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm doing the Talk of Champions, the Ole Miss 24/7 podcast. Uh, I'm going on. A, I'm going. I got a Zoom call with Parrish Alford, big Ole Miss yeah. writer yeah. tomorrow. I'm just going all. I meet with the Ole Miss athletic department. Uh, Playboy Marty coming up to Oxford for his first Ole Miss game. Going to do. We're going to do some videos. We're, gonna, awesome. we're just fully. We're going to try to like the David Bowie like put out a fire with gasoline here. Like we're just going to go up if there. And anybody just, can do it. Yeah. You can. We're just so, going to go after it. Huge. So Halloween awesome. will be in New York, right? Yes, oh. I have, and I and I have an incredible. I don't want to spoil that. But let's just say that. They're, 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 my debut for Barstool, I feel, is going to come on Halloween a day, and I have. I have a big plan that, that will get a very, very, very large response in the World Wide Web. I have something that will not let anyone down. So promise. Halloween Day. Halloween That'll Day. Be, that's Saturday. Saturday. Do you know about what a, time? There's going to be a huge skit that gets released with me that's going to that, – that, that, right. no one will ever forget it. I want to – so I'll airplay that, too, on yeah. all the TVs that it, day awesome. at the restaurant. It's yeah. gonna, I want to go into Barstool in New York and just set the tone with something monstrous and just let everyone know that this is how so, it's going to be. So this – so we're, we're, so <laughs> we're, we're making the uh, – you've done the Southern Tour. You're going to Ole Miss this weekend, and then next week uh, I'm going to be in – well, so yeah. I'm flying to New York from NOLA. It looks like Thursday. I'm actually going to get the final leg of the tour. We had the Monroe at Shreveport, Oxford. Getting a NOLA leg. We're going to do a big NOLA dinner either Tuesday night or Wednesday night with all the old NOLA crew. And, uh, yeah, man, and actually uh, another thing, too, man, I hit the Tuesday six months, no booze. So I want to celebrate that's that, too. Dude. Yeah. So that's dude, that takes discipline. Yeah, good that's, for I'm you, excited. That's you look good, too. Went quick. You look great. Went quick. In a life like no other, huh, Kev? Yeah, I'm telling I mean, it's, you, man. It's one and only. But to be able to do that through all this, I mean, that's a lot of temptation Don't when worry. you're at these things. Which you didn't. Good job. I'm I picked thr- up, so. I'm thrilled. Hey, look, I'm thrilled that I figured it out before New York because yeah. that, that was a good thing. You know, we could have gotten real wild in New York if I was in the, the old days. The Mints tour <laughs> continues. For Mints, for Kev, great job, KC, today. Sean Fox, tomorrow at 3 o'clock, another edition of the company presented by Bud Light. This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. Trouble in the sixth. Like if first if, sign of trouble. If the, could if be the a first, if this, if, I know what I'm just saying. But the first, if you remember against the Nationals, Dave Roberts left the in. He gave up back-to-back right. home runs. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. So you could have given up that first home run. You got to come out. He left the in. The next pitch was another home run. Well, that so I'm goes saying, what I'm saying. Right. right. I'm saying the first sign of trouble. He's got to come out. A hit batter. Anything. A base hit. Whatever. Yeah, out, but maybe even before. This is The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. This is The Dan Patrick Show. Welcome. Stay a while if you can. It's here you'll get the Dan Patrick perspective. I have quite a few agendas here. And what's going down in the world of sports and entertainment. It'll be a big show. 
He might even let the Danettes get a word in edgewise. They're kind of going kicking and screaming here. It's Dan Patrick. And you got talent there. You got a lot of talent. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Every day, Doug Gottlieb covers all the angles. We got a lot to get to. At least, that's what people are saying. When everybody who's smart goes, he's awesome. He's awesome. I guess it's because of Doug's philosophy in life. Knowing who you are is the most important part of having a successful life. So get to know Doug in a way that only Doug knows Doug. It's that easy. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show. Dial it up right here. 3 p.m. Eastern, New Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. It's time for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 99.3 is also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Kirk Joyner Graduate Sales, and Bienville Motors. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. We are back again. We are Bleed Tech Blue Radio. I'm BC. We got Beck Haynes. We got John Tabor coming to you live from the Sports Talk studios here in Ruston, Louisiana. Of course, want to thank our sponsors, our title sponsor, First National Bank, Fairway Carts, Dairy Queen, Courtesy Automotive, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Bimble Motors, Ball 4 Graduate Sales, Brister Smokehouse, and O'Neill Gas. Of course, you can catch us on the Fairway Carts text line or hotline, 888-993-7762. We'd love to hear from you, Beck. Be honest with you, we've got a lot to talk about tonight. Dogs <laughs> fell 35-17 at home to the thundering herd of Marshall. Yeah, I hope you're ready. That's all i got to say. hope I'm ready for Ben, what? I'm not happy. This ain't good. This right. ain't good, Ben. Not making excuses anymore. So you're a little upset. Yes. Quick question, Ben. Let's hear it. Are we about to get 90 minutes of what I heard Saturday pre-calling uh, show? Tabes, I'm not sure. Do I need to strap in? Was it bad, Tabes? He was um. BC was fired BC up. was hot. Hot. BC was hot. So maybe maybe you feel exactly how I do. I don't know. Beck, I'm going to be real honest with you. That was an ugly game. Forget the ugliness of the game. It was a downright bad performance. There, there's no two I'm words glad, about I'm it. I'm glad to hear you say that because I kind of thought you were going to come in here defending the dogs, defending Skip. Beck, do I ever come in here and sugarcoat things? Yes. Yes. Do I look like a beignet to you? Because <laughs> I'm here to tell you. When we left this studio last Tuesday night, it was after an ugly performance over UTEP. It was a win. I think that's what I harped on last show. Yeah, you love you love a W, which I do too. No, we but all I told love you a I was concerned going forward, and I was right. Boy, much, much to be concerned about. Boy, were you right? 
Louisiana Tech comes out in front of a sold-out crowd, 7,140 strong. A beautiful Saturday evening for football, I must say. Beautiful. Wearing white, blue, white, the best uniform combination in the country. My favorite. Playing the Thundering Herd wearing white, white, green, the ugliest uniform combination in the country. Defending an eight-game home win streak. Yep. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And fell flat on their faces. I guess that's the best way to put it. It was a long game, Ben. Actually, it was a pretty quick game. No, no, it was a long game. And I say that coming off the longest game ever played in college football the week before. Making that up. It felt like it. Before we get into this, I want to be real clear about something. Our great producer, John Tabor, knows where I'm going with this. Following the opening kickoff, for a touchback, I might add, we got an official's timeout <laughs> because Conference USA officials are horrible every game. Every week, every year. year. Every week, every year. All right, I'm done with that. Those here, guys are terrible. Here's, here's why I'm fine with you going there every week, every year, because you're not even blaming, you're not even blaming the dog's performance on, or or putting any blame on the refs at all. You're simply, if you didn't go to the game or you weren't listening to the game, there's still heck, you so might many, have been listening to so it. many times that you just feel like I haven't even seen football in ten minutes. Yeah, reviewing everything. It's like they can't even get a review right. It's like they make a call, like, just banking on reviewing it, so it doesn't matter what they call. It's like I said Saturday in the postgame show, and we'll be done with the Conference USA officials following this statement. It's like I said in the postgame show. Tabor said I was a little fired up, and I I dropped this nugget. One of the best nuggets you'll ever hear. (laughs) If you ever claim to be upset about the unemployment rate in the United States of America. (laughs) That's what I said. You haven't had the opportunity to apply for a job to work for the Conference USA officials because anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. All right. It was an ugly performance. And we sit here today. Tyler Grubbs has been named to the 2020 FWAA. It's the Football Writers Association of America. Freshman All-American watch list. Grubbs is fourth in the nation in tackles with 51 stops. So, congrats to Mr. Grubbs. Been a bright spot for the Bulldogs early on in his career. Can we agree on that? Absolutely. He's a dog. Fun to watch. Plays hard. And listen. Which is more than I can say about some of the other Bulldogs. I think in this next segment at 6.15, obviously we're going to recap the loss to Marshall. In its entirety. Let me say this, Ben. Let's hear it. Grubbs had nine tackles the other night, which was probably a season low. Probably. Trey Baldwin was 16. I feel like we need to give a little. Right. Trey Baldwin's playing Congrats, well. Congrats, Trey. He's playing well. Yeah, anytime you have 16 stops, can't be upset about that. Problem is, a lot of them came eight yards down the field. But you look at this game, entering the matchup, Louisiana Tech was 3-1. and one. 2-0 and in conference play. And here's my biggest pet peeve from that game. You like to run your mouth. You like to tell us how concerned you were. And I get it. It's understandable. 
But Tech had an opportunity to play perhaps the biggest conference game at home since 2016. And to be even more honest with you, a chance to win back a portion of its fan base. Am I correct? I would agree. A fan base that's struggled to latch on at times. And some of that has to do with these millennials out here. I might be a part of that group. I don't know. If you want to call me a millennial, call me a millennial. I'll deal with it. But they didn't do it. The bottom line. A number of, hey, listen, Skip Holtz talked about in his press conference. We had a number of opportunities early in that football game to string together some drives, take advantage of some mistakes that Marshall made. And we didn't do it. And I think that's what's most upsetting to me. When we when Tech won the Southern Miss game, the quote that I find myself saying and everybody else saying is we didn't tech ourselves that game. This is I don't a, think we teched ourselves this week. You don't think that we didn't score on the fourth down going into half when we uh, could have done that? Possibly, but let's be honest with ourselves. Game wasn't close. Didn't have a chance to tech yourselves. I think that changes the game if we score up before half. Didn't even get three, Ben. That's fine. You you can think what you want to think. I'm not going to tell you not to think it, but I don't agree with it. You don't think going down into half Listen, uh, a, a uh, 10 to 14 is better than 14 to 3? You don't think that? No, a score would have been nice. Let's be honest. It yeah, because that's the goal of the game is a score, Ben. No, it would have it been, been nice. It would have been nice to be a real 14, profound statement from you right there. Or 14 to 10. But Tech was dominated in the trenches. And that's what lost the football team football uh, game. hundred percent, but that changes everything to go into half, not even getting points, and you know Marshall's getting the ball back. Or Tech got the ball back. Which one? Real quick on the Fairway Carts text line, Mr. Anonymous. Can we talk about how terrible the atmosphere was? There was two fourth downs with no music and no band. Defiantly, not a challenging environment. Can we also throw out the 70s to 80s playlist? Kills the vibe. Wasn't too many people vibing in that stadium regardless of what music was on. From Cookie on the Fairway Carts text line. One question, did they use a note card to figure out if there was a first down? Because that referee crew is the worst I've ever seen. I believe the Dallas Cowboys and the Oakland Raiders four years back on a Thursday night was the worst referee crew ever. <sighs> We're nine minutes in, Beck. Got one more text. You want to read that one? Yeah, hit me with it. Outmatched, outclassed, outplayed, outcoached. Scoring before half wouldn't have changed that. I want no part of the hurt again. That's what I, I agree. Said. I know I agree, but I, I don't. There's no way that getting stopped at the goal line before half, coming out of half, getting the ball, right? Tech received the ball in the second half. Correct. Lost yeah. a few yards. Lost a few yards. Didn't get. You're telling me you got two back-to-back possessions, a chance to change the game. Two pretty bad things happen. You're telling me that that didn't have a lot to do with momentum in the game? No, it had a, it had a difference. But let's be honest. For a good chunk of that second half, Marshall. Maybe would have covered. Isn't that all that matters in life? Sometimes when Tech's playing like this, you're just praying for a cover. <clears throat> Man, heart rate's pumping a little bit. I'm a little jacked up. BC's bringing the heat tonight. Of course, I want to thank you for joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. If you want to help us cope with this loss, we'd love to hear from you. 888-993-7762. And Beck, listen, and, and Too Legit to Quit says, I want no part of the hurt again. You might disagree with me. I'm going to say something. 
I want them again. You know why? Because BC's the most competitive person you'll ever meet. I just don't think they didn't they didn't they didn't impress me. There wasn't anything I was No. I felt like Tech couldn't handle. And Skip said it today in his press conference. He said, I don't care how good Marshall played. We didn't give him our best effort. Hit the nail on the head. Now, you're three and two, you're two and one in the conference. You got UTSA on the horizon this week. By the way, it's a 7 p.m. kickoff in San Antonio on ESPNU. If you want to listen to the game, Dave and Teddy, KXKZ 107.5, John Tabor producing, Mark Kramer and myself will have the postgame show. But you got an opportunity. You can look yourselves in the mirror. You can look at where you're not good at right now. I can name a few. The quarterback was sacked six times and Marshall converted 13 of 16 on third down. It's just a couple. But all is not lost. And later in the show, we're going to reevaluate some of our preseason predictions that we made. We're going to decide if we went the right way or the wrong way. We're going to hear what Beck Haynes has to say. We're going to hear what BC has to say. That quite frankly, none of that matters. I don't know if you saw my article this week on Bleed Tech Blue. I, I always write a piece. Three things we learned, two questions for next week, one prediction going forward. Didn't make a prediction this week. <laughs> I'm done talking. I'm ready to see some action. Three, five games into the season, I didn't think we would have to reevaluate our picks going into the year. And not just because, like you said, we lost to a really good BYU team who you think is going to be a national champion. And, they might. And a game that we knew was going to be tough. It's just a little disheartening that after a win, uh, a bad loss to a good team, a bad win to a bad team, and a bad loss to a decent team, that we, that we have to reevaluate what we think is going to happen the rest of the season. But hey, too legit to quit. Says lucky to beat USM. I, I think that gave false hope. I look at the schedule and the rest of the way outside of ULM. I don't feel comfortable, and that would be the ultimate tech to lose that. Too legit to quit. Hit the nail on the head. I think that's exactly that's, what we're going to evaluate. That's exactly, almost word for word, what I was going to say, or will say, with much more later on. I think... Beck, I'm not feeling too good about my guarantee that we beat UTEP this year. Two weeks, Halloween. A little nervous right now. We already played UTEP. UAB, same thing. Blazers, Miners. We got to get some things figured out. Got a lot to get cleaned up, of course. Got a big show planned for you tonight. Uh, of course, coming up at 6.15, uh, we're going to continue recapping the 35-17 loss. Uh, where did Tech perform well? Uh, of course, we're going to touch on some of the things. That'll be a short segment. <laughs> you ain't lying. Of course, uh, going to touch on some of the things that Louisiana Tech has to get cleaned up before going on the road this weekend to San Antonio, 6.30, Javi Cardenas, birdsup.com. UTSA rival site will join us to help us preview that matchup at 645, we're going to take a look back at our preseason picks. I know both of us picked the Bulldogs to go 9-2 and two this season, Beck. That means one thing. Got to reel off six in a row. Woo. How confident are you in that? Not much. 7 o'clock, we're going to take a look around the college football landscape, take a look around Conference USA, look at some of the conference standings because as bad as the Bulldogs have played the last couple of weeks, they still control their own destiny within the West Division. 
get an opportunity, like I said this week, to go on the road to UTSA, UAB the following weekend. Got to get some things cleaned up, but like I said, you control your own destiny at 7.15. We're going to put a bow on the show, take a look at the Conference USA schedule this week, make our Louisiana Tech UTSA predictions. I believe the Bulldogs are favored by two. And, of course, we're also going to give you three locks for the week. And if you're picking your locks based on what we're picking these days. We'll touch on it, Ben. I got a, I got a, Lord a, help little, a little optimism for the gamblers out there. Just because we're wrong doesn't mean you're lost. We'll talk about it coming up in the last segment, PC. When last we put a bow on it. So segment when we tuned. put a bow on it. So let's go ahead and take our first time out of the night. You can join us on the Fairway Cards hotline or text line, 888-993-7762. When we come back, we're going to recap Louisiana Tech's 35-17 loss to the Marshall Thundering Herd. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio on Sports Talk. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new easy go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger easy go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go, dogs. BMW Motors in Arcadia. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe, and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. Graduate Sales. You know us as the class ring people, and you should. We've been supplying the area with graduation specialty products like class rings for more than 60 years. At Graduate Sales, there's so many things we offer, though. Name cards, mailing accessories, note cards, T-shirts, shorts, memory gifts, memory books, announcements, inserts, too. Rely on us for all your graduation needs, including class rings. Call Kurt Joyner at Graduate Sales or go online, www.graduatesalesury.com. That's www.graduatesalesury.com. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Real quick, Peck, before we get into breaking this Louisiana Tech and Marshall game down from this past weekend, uh, of course, you can join us, bleedtechblue.com. It's only nine ninety five a month. Uh, we are your number one source for all things Louisiana Tech athletics. Had a pretty big update today 
on where things stand with the athletic director search. I uh, believe that thing should be coming, you know, should be coming to a close in the next month or so uh, as, you know, Les Geist, the university president, and his committee continue to nail down its top candidates and ultimately uh, the finalists for the athletics director job. So come on over and join us, bleedtechblue.com. Again, that's just nine ninety five a month, and we'd love to have you. So, Beck, you go back and you look at this game with Marshall, and I mentioned in the opening segment that, you know, it was an opportunity, you know, not only to move to 4-1 and one and not only to get to 3-0 and oh in the league, but pick up a big home win over a quality opponent. And I, I know you said Marshall was a decent team and this and that, but let, let's be honest, it's a good football team. Uh, Grant Wells is doing a tremendous job as a redshirt freshman. We know what Brendan Knox is as a running back. And, and defensively, they came into the contest averaging, uh, allowing just seven points per game. But the big thing for me is this game gets underway. Uh, Marshall chooses to take the ball to start the game. Uh, they drive it into Tech territory, and Tech ends up getting a stop on fourth down. Uh, I believe it's somewhere around the 30-yard line, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, really, from the get-go, offensively for the Bulldogs is where we saw things start to unravel a bit. Uh, first play, Tech tries to go some play action, want to hit a post down the center of the field. Uh, I think Isaiah Graham had a step on the corner. Uh, we'll get to the Tech receivers versus the Marshall corners uh, coming up here in a few minutes. But uh, the big thing, and it really was the story of the night, uh, for a second consecutive week, really a third consecutive week, Tech was just unable to protect its quarterback. Anthony's hit as he throws. Ball goes up into the air. Marshall intercepts it. They go in, go in and score, go up 7 to nothing. And, you know, I think three of the first four plays in the game, uh, quarterback Luke Anthony was sacked. And, you know, that, that's the big thing I want to talk about right now. Donovan Campbell was back at left tackle. Uh, Walker Hankinson got the start at right tackle. I know he went out with an injury early on. We saw the true freshman Dakota White come in there. Uh, but Tech was just unable to protect his quarterback. Six quarterback sacks, unable to get any resemblance of a run game going. Uh, Tech had 24 carries for only seven yards in the game. And that, that's the biggest concern to me. I know we've seen the defense progress. They're still having issues in obvious passing downs. Uh, when you look at you know opposing teams identifying you know where they want to go with the football through the air. But the offensive line play continues to be a struggle. Ben? I know you. I know. I get that offensive line. We still had one out. I think part of the reason why this this loss felt so bad is just like you mentioned, starting the game, offensively it was like a a couple really terrible plays in a row. Oh yeah, and it kind of takes the air out. I of think stadium. Tech's defense. Correct me if I'm wrong. Stopped him on fourth down twice in the first quarter. Or yeah. Was it once uh, in the first, once in the second? Early in the game, stopped yeah. him twice. Yes, which I correct. looked at you and I was like, they got to stop going for it on fourth down. Because I don't know if you've been watching college football. Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like this year more than ever, fourth down is a playable down. You're not punting. Nobody's punting. Yeah, kickers you across, are terrible. You get across the midfield, you're going for it. I mean, Texas only kicked four field goals all year. Yeah, I don't think I've ever – you know, you, a defense stops them on third down, you're like, woo, awesome. Yeah. Psych, they're going for it. Stop them one more time. Let's go. Which I don't mind it when we're on offense, which, by the way, <laughs> don't even get me started, Ben. Okay, okay. We'll talk about it. But – I just feel like people are looking at the numbers. They're going for it. Tech stops them twice early in the game. I thought that would put a stop to that. It didn't. There was the, the, the interception, getting sacked three out of the first four plays. You just all like, you just felt like, man, it's going to be that kind of a game. No, it, and I get it. That's part of being a good team or beating someone. You got to make those plays. But 
It's like those are slightly uncharacteristic. Like the ball gets tipped at the line. That's kind of a bad break, though. It's kind of Luke's fault, but it's a kind good play. Kind of the line's fault. Yeah, it's, it's a good play, and it's like, oh, that, it's one of those you can say just didn't go your way. But credit to Marshall. I mean, they did they no. did what they needed to do to, to rattle us and to, to get started that way. But and like I, I said, think that's why it hurt so much is because we never even got off on the right foot. Well, we were just down from the beginning. And I think it hurt, too. You know, you look at, you know, later in that first quarter, I know Tech was able to get it back within 7-3. to three, And you look at some of the plays that Tech had some success on early in the game offensively. I think they ran uh, two stop-and-goes with Hardy on the outside. The defender for Marshall, who was downright terrible, number seven, uh, grabbed Hardy both plays for pass interference. And so, you know, you and I were sitting at the game together, and we could realize, all right, Hardy's got an ad- advantage on the outside of receiver for the Bulldogs. But, you know, I know he finished the game, I think, nine catches, 102 yards, and a touchdown. But really, he should have had 17 catches for 250 yards and three touchdowns. But th- there was just unable, really, offensively to get any rhythm within the offense, and a lot of that, you know, we, we can point the fingers at the offensive line. I know sometimes Luke Anthony held the ball too long, tried to make too many plays with his feet when he should have just thrown the ball out of bounds or taken his check down. But, you know, the big thing for me is it, it's fair right now. We're, we're three weeks into this these offensive struggles, uh, 267 total yards against Marshall. As What's your identity as an offense? And I think that's a big question. You know, what does this Tech team do going forward on the offensive side of the ball? You've seen yourself get stymied against BYU. UTEP handled you, and Marshall's handled you. So now you go on the road against UTSA, playing extremely hard against for Jeff Trailer in his first year as the head coach. Do you go in there and try to run the football? I don't think you can because you haven't shown the ability to run it in any of the past two weeks. And I think when you do do that, we saw it this past week. Henderson had 11 carries, 16 yards. We can blame Justin Henderson. We can blame the offensive line. Bottom line is couldn't run the football. It didn't matter. So do you want to find yourself in a bunch of second nine, second tens, or do you want to take your shot and try to throw it a bunch? But then that rears its ugly head to another issue. You can't protect the quarterback. So I wouldn't want to be making the game plan. And we can point our fingers at this and that and the other and and question the play calling before the call at the end of the half. But bottom line, not a whole lot is working on the offensive side of the ball. And there's three or four days of practice this week, and it better get fixed. Ben, I'm going to go average fan on you real hard right now. Let's go. All right. Average fan, two thoughts in the middle of the game. Henderson ain't doing it. I agree. It's time for Israel Tucker to get a majority of the reps. And he goes to the line today in the press conference that he's going to. Okay. He goes to the line, bounces off our guy, tries to dive forward for a yard every time. Super frustrated. Gave him the ball 11 times. Ben, it didn't work. His long was four yards. Not great. All right. Not great. Give somebody a little faster because offensive line can't block. Get me back there. Oh, Ben, here's the other problem. You said it. Doesn't matter. We can't run the ball, can't pass protect. You wouldn't want to be coming up with a game plan. You just don't understand how oh, limited. No, no, you don't. Average people, you do. I mean, average people like me don't understand that when you can't do those things well, it significantly changes the game plan or your your possibilities of the, your what's the word I'm looking for? Your creativity. Yeah, your, it, these things. It's, it's like, not just as simple as like, well, just call it different play. Yeah, like, you it's like coaches looking at it like, what can we do now? Here's my other average fan observation. It seems that when we have a play that works and we go down, have a good drive, Skip never goes back to it. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I don't. I, don't necess- I mean, I want you to if I am. I just No, I don't necessarily disagree with that. But I think, too, at the same point, talking about, you know, just changing the plays or changing what you're doing offensively. Let's be honest. You look at a playbook, you know, outside of the Tony Franklin system, 
a majority of playbooks, you can go down 100 different plays. But let's be honest. When you review the film against Marshall, you come into a game with a game plan. Hey, we got these this set of 30, 35 plays that we're going to run this week, and we're going to practice them all week, and then we're going go in there and try to attack them with it. But with what you're doing offensively, if you're not able to run the football, if you're not able to protect your quarterback, it's just not a simple, all right, go to play 132 and let's run it. Like, it's just not that easy. Like, if you had like pra- plays one through 60, ain't working. we got to come up with something else. And it's not that easy. And I think a lot of the issues up front on the offensive line is, listen, there's been eight guys out the last three weeks. There, there's no bones about it. That's tough to deal with. But there's also some young guys up there that haven't played a lot of football. And if you turn on the film, which we did this week on BleedTechBlue.com, there are so many different communication issues. And I don't know how it gets fixed, but like I said, it has to get fixed with whatever five are in there. They have to all be on the same page. You can't have the center block and the nose tackle and the guard block and the nose tackle if the end's coming right through the guard's gap, if that makes sense. I'll be honest. That doesn't give me any more confidence. I kind of thought it was athleticism. No, I don't think it was. Listen, you you look at the first play of the game when, or the I believe it's the, I want to say it's the third sack where the, the right end ran right around Campbell for a sack. All right, I've... I, Campbell should have blocked the guy, let's be honest. But if you watch the running back on the play, I'm not sure who was in there, Israel Tucker or Justin Henderson, but he's standing inside, and he doesn't touch anyone. It's like regardless. you got to touch somebody. Exactly. Regardless if Campbell missed the block, I would imagine that Campbell was expecting some help to his outside. So that's where some of the struggles is. You have to know your assignment. Skip Holt said today, it's, it's a unit. There's 11 guys out on the field for a reason. Tell me this. Let's hear it. Henderson, 11 carries, 16 yards. Terrible, okay? I might have been able to do that myself, and I'm pretty slow. Okay? You're pretty athletic. Here's, here's my question. Is he in for pass protection? Is he the best pass protecting back we have? Why? Was, why? I don't know. It's a good question. But back, Took to the fourth quarter, Ben, before we get somebody else in there. Beck, you can't show tendencies of only throwing it when certain guys are oh, in there versus running. Don't even get me started on tendencies. <laughs> ben, I don't like to pump you up too much, but when I sit with you during the game, about half the time when you speak up, you call – what Tech's going to do. Hey, maybe it's I'm an OC. A, it's kind of alarming to me. Hey, maybe I'm, I got you through college, and if you can watch a game and you can call every play, I'm wondering what people that can actually watch film are doing. Hey, give me some credit around here, all right? I'm giving you credit, but also it's a little scary, Ben. Hey, maybe I can put together an offense. Mr. Bleed Tech Blue can tell you what is going to happen. Skip, come on. Hey, Ben's enough. on to you. Listen, bottom line is this. 35-17 loss at Marshall. It's concerning. There's a number of things across the board. I mentioned Marshall converts 13 of 16 on third down. Bulldogs are still showing a lack of ability to cover and man coverage at the cornerback position. Uh, I thought Zach Hannibal played pretty well. Cedric Woods was all right. Uh, Gave up the 146-yard touchdown on the post. I believe it was in the third quarter. So, listen, the defense is improving. The offense, hey, reality check. Three weeks, uh, three consecutive weeks of struggle on the offensive side of the ball. The offensive line has to get some things fixed. Uh, Holtz mentioned today, Israel Tucker's going to get a bigger role this week at running back. That's encouraging. Here's the thing. Go on the road this weekend and take care of business, and let's set up a big matchup with UAB here in two weeks. That, that, that's my goal. There's one goal in mind. Get better today. Get better tomorrow on Wednesday, which is hump day, and then go on the road <laughs> to San Antonio Friday and take care of business Saturday night. Let's go ahead. Let's take our next time out, Tabor. I'm fired up tonight. It's BC. It's Beck Haynes. It's John Tabor. It's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. And we come back after the break. Javi Cardenas of the UTSA Rivals site will join us. We'll be right back after this. Uncommon. 
How would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at exit 86 in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat. And you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoked cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com. Acme Glass and Mirror, we have so much more. Whether business, home, or auto, we have the glass you're looking for. Replacing glass is painless, like everything we do. The very best in service, always close to you. Glass and mirror, give us a break and we'll shine through. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Car Top Line, 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor. Tremendous start to the show tonight. And to help us keep it going on the Fairway Car Top Line, help us preview Louisiana Tech and UTSA. It's a 7 p.m. kickoff on ESPNU, Javi Cardenas of the UTSA Ravel site. Javi, how are we doing tonight? Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. So, Javi, when you look at this UTSA team, obviously Frank Wilson was let go in the offseason. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Trailer hired from Arkansas. Roadrunners get off to a tremendous start, 3-0. and I know they've dropped their last three games, but talk a little bit about this team. It really seems like they're playing a much higher quality of football, have really bought in uh, to what Jeff Trailer and his staff are preaching this year. Uh, yeah, you know, coming into the season, it was kind of uh, you know hard to hard to guess what what was going to happen, right? Uh, transitioning into a new staff, not a lot of practice time. Uh, the team had only been together for for you know a month, month and a half, really, before the season started. But um, I think everybody was pretty pleasantly surprised to to start the season three and zero, even you know against uh, you know teams like Texas State, SFA, Middle Tennessee. But you know, in comparison to the years past, I think it was it's been an improvement and. You can definitely see that, like you mentioned, although they, they they dropped the last three games against quality opponents, 
Um, there is there is a little bit of a, of a difference this year, right? The, the team seems to be playing better. The, the guys seem to be a little bit more more bought in into, into Jeff Trailer's message. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely been a, an improvement from from years past. And you look at you know the obvious position that everybody wants to talk about the quarterback position. Uh, I believe it's four quarterbacks have gone down in the first six games. Uh, so been a lot of rotating pieces at you know at that position. I'm sure that's been difficult on the coaching staff when it comes to preparing game plans each week. Uh, Frank Harris, you know, the season opening starter at Texas State, uh, set to get the start this weekend against Louisiana Tech. Uh, kind of give us a little bit of a scouting report on Harris and what he'll bring to the table Saturday night. Yeah, so like you mentioned, he, he did start the first few games before getting injured um, and the, the other injuries that have happened. Uh, and luckily, it wasn't a season-ending injury for Harris, but – you know, he definitely has the ability to extend and place with his legs. He doesn't have the strongest arm uh, out there, especially in Conference USA, but um, he's a very accurate quarterback. I'm talking in like the 60, 60, 65% range. Um, he's very good with his, you know, short to intermediate passes. The, the deep ball is where he still struggle a little bit, um, but he, you know, kind of bounces that out with his ability with, uh, of running the ball. Uh, he, he is coming off a little bit of, of a knee injury, so that the running ability might be hampered a little bit. But he was healthy enough to come in last week and look okay. Um, so maybe with another week of you know of of, uh, of practice and, get, and getting a, a little bit healthier, he he might be able to be a little more spry on his feet. And you look at this team, you know uh, the the one guy to watch offensively, sincere McCormick. Um, not only is he that probably the top one or two backs in Conference USA, uh, one of the better backs across the country. I think he leads the country in rushing. Um, what what makes him so impressive? I know he's been really good. Uh, since he stepped on campus in San Antonio, yeah, you know he he was uh, he had a very impressive freshman pre- freshman year, falling just short of a thousand yards, um, and he really hasn't he he hasn't uh, slowed down since then, right? Um, he did admit that earlier in the year he was a little bit out of shape, so it actually uh, took him had taken him a while to get going, surprisingly enough, which is it's hard to believe considering he has you know seven hundred some yards um, and is the leading rusher in the FBS, but. You know, he, he just he has very he has great vision. Um, he's very patient with his runs. He, he's able to hit the gaps and the holes when they're there. Um, he, he's he's not he's not the, the the fastest guy out there, right? He's not outrun everybody, but he does have enough speed to, to break away um, to for those for those big runs. And he is the catalyst of the offense right now. Uh, and it's you know proven by by the amount of yards he got so far. And looking at the offensive line, I know there was a number of players missing last week along that UTSA offensive line and. You know, at Louisiana Tech, we, we've seen what it can be like uh, when your offensive line has some struggles. What does UTSA look like this week up front? Um, how healthy will they be, and how has that unit performed to this point in the year? You know, considering the rotations, I think they've done relatively well. Um, they've gone um, Makai Hart back these last few games, who, who was penciled in as a starter in the offseason, but had to be dealing with injuries. And he's back, and, and he looks, you know, as he was, you know, uh, touted coming into the season, he's going to be locking down a tackle spot, luckily, for UTSA. Then you have Kevin Davis at, at right guard, who uh, was, has started the last few years. So, you know, he, they've gotten him back from injury as well. And then uh, uh, Maka is, is the center who's played every game, and he's been, by, by all accounts, you know, one of the better offensive linemen. Now, on the other side, they are dealing with a little bit of an injury. They, they, there is a little bit of a rotation at, at, the, at one of the guard spots. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see who starts this week. It might be a sophomore, Terrell, Terrell Haynes, that, that might be starting. And uh, in the tackle spot, it might be 
um, the other tackle spot. It might be a little bit of a question, uh, a question who starts there as well. It could be uh, Josh Otis, who has played a lot this year, or uh, Spencer Buford, who is listed in the depth chart, but uh, Jeff Trailer did mention he had some sort of issue that prevented him from starting last week. He didn't really elaborate as to why. Um, so it might be safe to assume that he's questionable this week. Absolutely. So you look at the defensive side of the ball, and you know we, we follow this UTSA program a number of you know a number of years, obviously with Louisiana Tech and UTSA squaring off uh, year after year in the West Division, and that's really been the side of the ball uh, that they've been strong on. I know last week against Army, it's tough to tell. Uh, how well you play with Army wanting to run the ball 55, 60 times a game. But defensively, how have they performed up to this point? And, uh, you know, how does this defense compare to some of the defenses of the past? You know, for some reason, uh, the last, gosh, like you mentioned, five five years, uh, the UTSA has just had a really solid defensive line. Uh, and that trend has continued again this year. Um, they've moved into a more of a 3-4 defense. Um, so, you know, it was a little bit of uh, going to be a little bit interesting how that we were, they were going to adjust, but they've really done really well adjusting to Tyrone Nix's scheme. Um, you know, Charles Wiley and Ole Miss transfer, um, you know, has really, you know, come in and made an impact for this defense. Jalen Haynes, who is arguably the, the best defensive lineman on this team, had been dealing with some injuries but was back last week. So, um, you know, you're going to look for him to, to be there this week and hopefully healthier. Um, Brandon Matterson who has been impressive as well, Christian Clayton uh, as a rotation guy, um, Lorenzo Dantzler all in there as well. It's just they, they, they can go two to three deep rotation-wise, and, and those uh, three-down linemen and the outside linebackers that pass rush, um, that can, they can rotate in and out, and just, you know, there's not a lot of drop-off. So, you know, uh, even against Army, I mean, it, like you mentioned, it's hard to judge them, but um, they, were be, they were able to be, uh, you know, disruptive so it's going to be interesting to see you know against a team who like you mentioned has ha, had a little bit of a struggle with their offensive line how they're going to be able to do after facing you know UAB BYU and Army who have really really you know stout offensive lines now they get to go against you know an offensive line who you know maybe has been having some issues so it's going to be an interesting battle up front for sure and you look at it from UTSA's perspective I think Louisiana Texas slight two-point favorite on the road Saturday night uh, from UTSA's point of view what, what are some keys to the game uh, for UTSA if they're going to figure out a way uh, to pick up their fourth win of the year on Saturday night? You know, it's, it's going to be really simple, but, you know, the, the, the offense yard-wise has been there. Um, they've been able to move the ball. They just haven't been able to score. So as simple as it sounds for them, it's going to be finishing drive and scoring points. Even, uh, you know, field, uh, field goals for fairly touchdowns for them is going gonna, is gonna to be, one, you know, the, the, the biggest key just because they haven't been able to, 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 to do that so far this year. Um, on defense, it's going to be, you know, trying to limit the running game and get it, getting after the quarterback. If they can, you know, get up ahead up early and, and force Louisiana Tech to pass the ball, I think they'll be able to, you know, do something with the defensive line um, where, they're, you know, they're, they're going to make life hard for Louisiana Tech. But, you know, it's going to be a very interesting matchup on both sides of the ball. I really, you know, you mentioned the, the line for this game. You know, I kind of agree with that. I really don't know. It's kind of a, a little bit of a toss-up. Um, I could see, you know, both teams, you know, taking this one, it's hard to tell. Tremendous stuff, Javi. We want to thank you for joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Uh, how can our listeners follow some of you guys' work online? Yeah, so you can you guys can follow us at, at UTSA Rivals. That's going to be the set account. And then myself, at Rivals Javi. And then we'll always be there at uh, birdsup.com for all your UTSA news. Thanks, Javi. We appreciate it. Looking forward to a fun matchup Saturday night. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And, Beck, you know, you want to thank Javi for joining us, obviously. And you look at this UTSA team and, you know, really 
you know, I, I know on paper you look at a record, you see a three and three team, and we've seen some of Louisiana Tech struggles uh, throughout the last few weeks. UTSA is coming in with a three game losing streak as well, so it, it's two teams that really need to pick up a win. Uh, I think Louisiana Tech leads the all time series seven to one. Um, you know, have won six straight games within the series, so this is a matchup that Louisiana Tech has controlled throughout the years, but to me. This isn't Larry Coker's Roadrunners. This isn't Frank Wilson's Roadrunners. This is a team that's playing with a different mindset, a different attitude. Yeah, Ben, in the past, I think we Tech looked at this game as kind of a catch-up game or a tune-up game. The first three games of the season, they start with three Ws. Texas State, 51-48. SFA, 24-10. Middle Tennessee State, 37 Middle 30. Tennessee's terrible. Yeah, they're terrible. But played them close, BC. These, I mean, they've got two, two wins by five points or less. Ben, here's the little concerning thing to me. They played BYU. They played them pretty close. 27-20. Hey, you know what Tech score was? Not even not even close. Hey, here's the thing, though. Their quarterback in that game, Lowell Narcisse, won't be starting Saturday because he's out for the year. Sorry to hear that. Anyways. Losing maybe they native. have a better offensive line, Ben. I don't know. But this team is not, you know, Skip loves to pump them up and make you think they can win a national championship. I'm just saying. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's, tell, me, tell me your thing. Here's my concern for Tech. Last week against Marshall, you go 1 of 10 on third down. Marshall goes 13 of 16. This will come down to who can make plays on big downs at big time, big points during the game. Tech has shown an ability. You talk about the comeback against Southern Miss. You, you talk about, you know, they made some plays late in the game against UTEP to squeak out a win. It wasn't pretty, but... You have to make plays on money downs. And who do you go to in those spots? I think Smoke Harris will be back this week. It's going to be big for the Tech offense. Have to get the ball to Adrian Hardy as well. For me, it's pretty simple. You should throw the ball to Adrian Hardy about 15 times because, Beck, we talk a lot about the depth in this receiver room, and they're good. Every one of them are pretty good, 8 to 10 deep. But there's one guy that stands out above the rest, and his name's Adrian Hardy, and he's proved it last week. And it's time to quit beating around the bush. You know, it's time. So Tech's got to be good on third down. They got to get off the field on third down defensively. I think opponents are converting somewhere around 58% of their third downs against the Bulldogs. And listen, we can talk about the improvements the defense has made, and that's correct. But getting off the field on third down has not been an improvement, and that falls on the defensive backs and the defensive lines to get a pass rush and figure out how to cover some guys in man-to-man coverage. But I, th- I think it's going to be a really good game. Like I mentioned, Louisiana Tech just a two-point favorite. So, Tapes, let's go ahead. Let's take our next time out. We come back from this break. I got a good friend. His name's Beck Haynes. He, he co-hosts the show with me, actually. And he told me, listen, BC, I'm fired up tonight. I, I want to I get into some of our preseason predictions. I want to reevaluate where things stand. I want to look at the first five opponents that we played how we fare. So here's the bottom line, Taze. I'm handing this segment to him. I might chime in at times, but I can tell you one thing that's for sure. We're going to have a lot of fun doing it. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio on Sports Talk. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. 
And everything good is more fun on a new EasyGo. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger EasyGo for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the Uncommon Bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at exit 86 in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Got a lot of stuff? Ideal Portable Buildings has what you need. A new custom-built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat. Ideal also carries dirks and portable buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin. And keep all your stuff covered with a new Eagle Carport from Ideal. Rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit. Find Ideal Portable Buildings on Facebook or call 699-9426. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor. Of course, you can chime in on the Fairway Carts hotline or text line, 888-993-7762. Had a number of good texts. The early portions of the show. And, Beck, I got one question for you. We want to take a moment. Both of us in the preseason predicted the dogs go 9-2. and two. It's going to take a six-game win streak to close things out. But I got one question for you, and one question only. Tell me what it's going to take for the Bulldogs to get that seventh straight bowl win. You know I don't care about the bowl wins. All right, all right, all right. I'm just trying I know to get you love that question. Hey, listen, 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 listen. You give me heat, well, and I'll and – I'll, I'll fan the flames a little bit. How's that sound? That's fine. You feel free to chime in. No, I will. I have an open door policy over here. Hey, we like right. it. Here's the deal. Ben, we, we sat here and went through every game at the beginning of the season. Did we not? No, we did. Feeling pretty optimistic. Okay? Yeah. Yep. I think we picked a loss to the Baylor slash BYU game. Yep. And then one other trap. Yeah, yeah, you were worried about FIA, FI, what is it? FIU. FIU at the end of the season. <laughs> no problem. I was worried about, I don't remember. Yeah, me too. Uh. It Probably wasn't. rice because you don't like no, white rice. No, rice don't even want to play. Rice don't want to play. Oh, okay, yeah, that's true. Anyways, you worried about ULM? Let me tell you what happened, Ben. Let me tell you why we are having to reevaluate that entire segment. Five games in the season, it's sitting at three and two. It is what it is. I'll tell you why. Tech starts the season against the rivals, the Golden Eagles. We hate them. They've had our number a few times. Whooped them last year at home. Tech goes on the road. We beat them. Beat them again. Score thirty-four points. Right. 31. Score 31 points. We feeling bad, all right? Hey, I'm going to be lie. honest. I ain't going to lie. That's a pretty fun game. We feeling bad. It's 
It's Aaron, Luke, Aaron, Luke, Aaron, freaking Luke, right? Heisman. Heisman. A-Bear. He's a Heisman finalist. A-Bear. He wins the game. A-Bear. A-Bear. We think A-Bear, he's going he's gonna to have 20-something touchdowns. Yeah, not that. Two man. a game. Not that. He was, he was on pace for two a game yeah. after that game. Then we come home, play a bad HBU team. They're playing four games a year. You know, we're thinking, oh, man. Can't blame them. Can't blame them. Ben, <laughs> we, we, we think they're really something because Ben comes in here and acts like their offense is, I don't know, the Chiefs. <laughs> oh, their quarterback threw it for 2,000 yards in the first game. Ben, I don't care. We whooped him, okay? All whooped right. him at home. Fair enough. We're like, man, we're 2-0. Oh. Little 66 Beat burger. Southern Miss. I mean, come on. Beat them in their house. We're freaking good. Houston Baptist, get out of here. Then we play BYU, all right? A little bump in the road, but it's okay because BC also thinks they're going to win the national championship. So, all right. You know, Tech drops one. We were expected to lose that one. Kind of a bad game. Really got exposed on the O-line and been uh, – You think they're going to win the natty, huh? Yeah. That's what you think. Then we play UTEP at home. Let me tell you. We barely beat them. This is a team that was a 10-point dog to ULM. ULM, Ben. Now, they did get it done against ULM. They did. I'll give it to them. But they're not good. All right? They're not good. We barely beat them. Not a good football team. And we're like, oh, my gosh, we're nervous for next week. What are we going to do? But – Nonetheless, we're three and one. A little spicy, BC. Takes a little spicy. A little seven fifty win percentage. Yeah. Then we get donkey stomped by a decent Marshall team. Now, Ben, notice I didn't say good. I said decent. But you know what? Guess what, Ben? Marshall watched a little film. Got them a little popcorn. That they did. A little Coke. Watched a little film. A little Pepsi. Ben, you ever watch a movie and just know how it's going to end in the first five minutes? That was Marshall watching the tech film. Little pressure on the QB. We win the game. Boom. Watched a little film, Ben. Watching film, I hear. It's a new thing in so college tech sports. Beats, which we'll come to find out, Tech beats a really bad Southern Miss team. That was the problem. A I, bad I, Southern I Miss team. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. All right. A team led by a first-time 12-year-old head coach all hyped up on Red Bull, okay? Who tested positive for COVID yeah, today. So he's irresponsible, too. That's who we beat, <laughs> by the way. And honestly, Scotty Walden kind of gave us the game, okay? He kind of gave us the game. Yeah. I know he was trying to win the team, but he made some bad calls. Yeah. All right. Needs to go so, back to East Texas Baptist University. We, if you know what I'm saying, we, that irresponsibility. We come out of that game feeling like we beat Southern Miss from two years ago. Didn't happen. They're awful. All right. Awful. Awful. Then we beat a bad Houston Baptist team. Then we lose to a good, a dang good BYU team. National title. Barely beat a bad UTEP team. I'm just summarizing for you. No, I get it. Lose to a de- decent Marshall team. Tech ain't what we thought. Ben, I'm nervous. I'm telling you, I'm nervous. Offense is staler than my fantasy football team, Ben. Stale. Probably staler than those rich crackers you got at the top of your pantry as well. I I said it earlier. We do something that works. Skip puts in his back pocket. It's like, we'll use that later, but not now. Not this game. Screen passes to Hardy. 12 yards pop. Nope, not doing that anymore. I don't know why. A little frustrated, are you? These are facts. Ben, this is just facts. They're not even oh, opinions. Okay, They're okay, just facts. Okay, okay, all right. I don't even right. think this is on Luke or Aaron. Come on, hammer me with you. You know I love to play QBs, Ben. I love it. Hey, preach it. Henderson runs one yard and then tries to get under the jersey of our O-line. I don't know why. A little cloud of dust action. Couldn't run out of sight in a week. But, hey, let's not change it up. That'd be too easy. Let's not give it to the, to the other guys until the last drive of the fourth quarter. Got some news for you. It's changing this week. But you know what? I can't tell you can't tell you how many times you like to talk about practice and how good everybody is in practice. 
I'll argue about Adrian Hardy this week. Granted, he had a good game this week, finally. You like to talk about him like he's a superstar. Ben, I haven't seen it yet. BYU, zero catches, zero yards. Oh, but he's getting double teamed. You know what star receivers do, Ben? They get open, even on double team. You are a big Sammy Watkins fan. Might be while you're in the Shiva Bowl every year. Am I right, Tate? Ben, I just... I know you're an apologist. I know you make excuses. The O-line. I just want you to take your beer goggles off, Ben. Take them off. Listen, I'm actually proud of you. I was ready to hammer you harder on Tech tonight, but you kind of have the same opinion I do about how bad it is. Skip's predictable. I sit next to you in the stands. You basically call out every play. If you can do that. Imagine what somebody with a sunflower seed of football knowledge can do. Listen. Watching film. You're a big film guy this week. You done yet? That's all I got. I was tremendous. Proud just, of you. I just think we got we started off the Southern Miss game. We thought we won. I think we lost Listen. it. I think we lost it. Listen. I'm getting loosened up in here, all right? Let me tell you a couple things. Before the season, listen, I'm, I'm going to be real honest with you for a second. Just give me a couple minutes. I think we knew that there was concerns about this offensive line. I think we thought that Willie Allen was coming back at some point. Don't even get me started. Yeah, gone to Michigan. I'll be surprised if he Won't shows up. Won't play it down. I'll be surprised if he shows up in Ann Arbor, but more power to him. Go do what you need to do. Have That's fun fine. riding the bench, buddy. Ain't happening. That's fine. But I think the biggest issue on top of Willie Allen not returning was you moved Donovan Campbell from guard to tackle. Listen, let's be honest. He's a guard. Anton Lewis, playing right tackle. He's missed the last two, three games, two games. And behind that, there's not a lot of experience. Some of the JUCO guys were late getting into camp. It happens all the time with JUCO kids. It's to be expected. Some of these younger players that we're seeing out on the field, Walker Hankinson, Dakota White. Listen, it's too early to determine to determine how good they're going to be. Now, you couple that with the fact that you don't have a true difference maker at the quarterback position, and when you get pressure in his face, regardless if it's Luke Anthony or Aaron Allen, you're going to have some struggles offensively. And, oh, yeah, your 1,000-yard running back, he's struggling to find holes. So all that coupled together, mixed together, you whip it up, you serve it as a drink, you get an offense that's struggling. Defensively, you're replacing 10 starters. We knew it'd be a work in progress. We knew you lost seven of your top eight in the secondary. And believe me, it shows up. There's been some bright spots. I'm not upset with you, Cedric Woods. I'm not upset with you, B.J. Williams. I think y'all are playing some good football. But this defense is a work in progress. There's been some nice players that have stepped up. Tyler Grubbs playing like a baller. Trey Baldwin, you a baller too. Mackie Carabin, you're playing well. Milton Williams, you're playing well. But it's a work in progress, this whole team. I'm not making excuses, but it's a football team that doesn't have a ton of experience at the key spots, and those inconsistencies are showing up at different times throughout different portions of the game, and they ended up being plays that ultimately cost you some games, especially against Marshall. We talk about being able to get a half yard at the goal line right before the half. We talk about you know not being able to take advantage of turnovers and this and that and the other. Listen. It seems a work in progress. I don't like it. You don't like it. But the bottom line is this. It's time to get up off the floor. It's time to look yourself in the mirror. It's time to figure out who you are. Now, 
you look at the remainder of this schedule. We're going to run down through it real quick, all right? We're 3-2 and two right now. You give me W, you give me L, you say it however you want to say it, but we're going to take it to the bank. Are you ready? Go. At UTSA this weekend. W, barely. Versus UAB, Halloween, 2-3. L. At UNT on November the 7th. That's North Texas. Hmm. I'll be generous, W. At home against Rice on November the 14th. We won't even play it. Rice ain't coming. W. Oh, a little forfeit action. <laughs> yeah, they're forfeiting. Just wait. All right, ULM at Shreveport. Oh, God, Ben. I hope it's a W. At FIU, day after Thanksgiving, 11 a.m. kick, noon central kick on the East Coast. My heart tells me one thing. My head tells me another, but I'm going with my heart. W. Oh, my gosh. So you got five wins in the last six games? Yeah, but the guys it turns upset? out we're playing some really terrible teams, Ben. Wow. Well, for a guy that's as down in the dumps as you, go home and take a sip of wine and relax because it's going to be okay. If you if I told you 8-3 and three at this point in the season, you wouldn't take it? At this point in the season, I would take it, but I'm disappointed. I'm concerned about your well-being. No, 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 no. Hey, I know you. I know W is the only thing that mattered to you, but I want to see some good football. No, I didn't I'm too. not seeing it. I thought we would see it. I'm not seeing it. I wanted to beat Marshall. I did too. I did too. Hey, listen. You win five out of your next six games. Listen, if you lose the UAB game, you ain't winning the division. So I got news for you. As happy as you'll be with five out of the last six and go eight and three, we still ain't winning the conference exactly. championship. Exactly. You'll get your bowl game though. No, you'll which be you upset. better. You better hope we win though. Oh, I better. Yeah, you better hope we're playing ULM again. Yeah, you probably won't show up the week after the bowl game, so it won't matter. Might not. At least you're honest. Kind of far away. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. A little Christmas time action bowl game, maybe. A little January bowl game. Bring it. Man, that was tremendous. I'm so proud of you for bringing the heat. You couldn't finish the segment. You picked the dogs to win five out of six to close. You couldn't put your money where your mouth is. What do you want me to do? Just pretend like we're going to lose every game? I don't know. I want you to be honest. I think it's going to be a lot of, like UTEP, so you're a thinking, lot of closed games that shouldn't be closed. All right, fair enough. Listen, I'll respect you. I just hope Skip does something that works so we win. I'll respect you. Hope Henderson decides he can run the ball. I'll respect you. Hope the O-line can block something. I'll respect you. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. Take a look around Conference USA. Take a look at the college football landscape. Also give you three betting locks for the week. Back Haines, BC, off to a tough start in our betting segments every week. Off to a two and four start each. But, hey, <laughs> scared money don't make money. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio on Sports Talk. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics. Plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. 
First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, DQ fans, the new fall blizzard treat menu is here. It's a lineup of all your favorite fall flavors, blended with world-famous vanilla soft serve with pumpkin pie, caramel apple pie, Oreo mocha fudge, choco-dipped strawberry brownie dough, and snickerdoodle cookie dough. Every bite feels like diving into fall, leaves and all. It's officially fall at DQ, so hurry and make the season sweeter with the new fall blizzard treat menu today. Graduate Sales. You know us as the class ring people, and you should. We've been supplying the area with graduation specialty products like class rings for more than 60 years. At Graduate Sales, there's so many things we offer, though. Name cards, mailing accessories, note cards, T-shirts, shorts, memory gifts, memory books, announcements, inserts, too. Rely on us for all your graduation needs, including class rings. Call Kurt Joyner at Graduate Sales or go online, www.graduatesalesury.com. That's www.graduatesalesury.com. The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts Hotline, 888-993-7762. BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor. Top of the hour, just past 7 p.m. Central Time. Beck, I don't know if you saw it. Uh, World Series action tonight. Oh, yeah, Ben. I've been paying attention. Glad to see the Lastros didn't make it in. Well, Dodgers. Glad to see the Yanks didn't make it in. Dodgers, Rays, little Clayton Kershaw getting set to blow another one. Two best teams in baseball. Ben, I saw a stat that said uh, the last 14 World Series, the team with the larger payroll is 12 and 2. Interesting. Isn't it? So So you bet the old mortgage on the Dodgers. Yeah, two of the Dodgers pitchers, Kershaw and. Uh, maybe Mookie, not pitchers, but yeah. their combined salary or more like, than the race. Yeah, twenty six million. And the the whole Rays team is like twenty six or twenty seven. Got to lo- hey, listen. All right, I like the Rays. I like both these teams. I know Kershaw's been itching for a ring for a while. BC been let down a few times. I really wouldn't mind seeing either one of these teams win, but I'm an underdog kind of guy. So you're a Rays guy. Rays. All right, fair enough. I'm pulling for the Rays as well. Beck, so Never mind. I'm changing to the Dodgers then. Okay, that's fine. Be a Dodgers fan. <laughs> Have fun with that. But um, anyways, look real quick, let's take a look at some of the Conference USA standings. Uh, most teams within the league have played two or three games to this point. Uh, in the West Division, UAB's 2-0. and uh, Louisiana Tech right behind the Blazers at 2-1. and UTSA. Uh, where Louisiana Tech will travel this weekend is one and one. Uh, Southern Miss is one and one as well. I believe their game last week uh, was postponed. That game was supposed to be played in El Paso against UTEP. I believe those COVID issues on Southern Miss's end, so I'm sure they'll try to make that game up uh, sometime in early December. North Texas one and two. They're coming off their first win of the conference season at Middle Tennessee. Beck, this will shock you, but Rice is zero and zero. I don't want to play. It doesn't shot me a bit. Supposed to play this week. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Middle Tennessee and then UTEP, of course. Uh, they made a travel a little trip down to Ruston, Louisiana, and boys, you walk into the doghouse, 
You barely get beat. You barely get beat. <laughs> On the eastern side of things, uh, Marshall leads the East Division 2-0. and uh, Florida Atlantic is 1-0. and Those two teams will square off this week. Uh, Charlotte is 1-1. One and one. Western Kentucky's 1-2. and two. They are terrible. Middle Tennessee's terrible as well. They're 1-5 and five overall, 1-3 and three in the league. FIU is 0-1. Oh They've only played two games Conference themselves. Conference USA, everybody. Got to love the – oh, by the way, ODU with the classic opt-out. Give the Monarchs some credit for going undefeated here in 2020. Uh, looking at some matchups within – Conference USA this week. Jacksonville State travels to Florida International. It's a Friday night kickoff at 6 p.m. Beck, this is a pretty big matchup. ULL heads to Birmingham for a matchup with UAB. Who are you pulling for uh, in that I'll one? Go ahead and give tie? you a little preview. Uh, University of Louisiana Lafayette, you heard it right. ULL will be taking a loss to the Dragons. Is that what they are, the Dragons? Blazers. The Blazers, dragons, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. You're pulling yeah. for UAB? Oh, am I? Ben, I'm going to go ahead and give you a little preview. That is one of my locks this week. Put really? the mortgage on it. I'm going to tell you to maybe fade the other two, but, hey, that's a lock. Fair enough. Don't even get me started on ULL. All right. Hey, respect it. Lost to Coastal Carolina last yeah, week. Yeah, they did. Loved every second of it. <laughs> the Raging Cajun. Watched the whole game. UTEP travels to Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte's a 14-and-a-half-point favorite in that one. Southern Miss makes the trip up to the fighting. Hugh Freeze's Liberty coming off a huge win over Syracuse last week. Uh, they are now 5-0. and um, Maybe they would beat BYU. Florida Atlantic travels to 22nd-ranked Marshall. That'll be FAU's only second game of the year. Middle Tennessee and Rice set for a 2.30 p.m. kickoff. I'm um, not sure how anybody would favor Rice in this game. I don't care how bad Middle Tennessee is. Uh, Rice hasn't played a football game, so I don't expect them to win. Chattanooga, big matchup with Western <laughs> Kentucky. Uh, might get all three viewers on ESPN3. Uh, Got to love it. And then the final matchup this week, of course, Louisiana Tech at UTSA. So, Beck, you handicapped the Conference USA race at this point. I think, you know, in the West Division, obviously UAB has to be the favorite. In the East Division, I think Marshall's the favorite. Until a team proves that they can knock one of those two teams off, um, I think that's where we're headed for it, you know, come, I believe it's December the 19th. So, listen, we've talked about it all show. Louisiana Tech has a number of things to get cleaned up, you know, offensively. I know the defense is improving, but I'm not ready to say that this is a team that's ready to compete for a conference championship. And, and I know that, you know, a, a lot has been made of the lack of spring practice, the lack of fall camp, but here's the, here's the bottom line. you got five games under your belt at this point. If you're going to take that next step and get to where you can truly compete, you know, for a conference championship, it has to start this week because if you fall another game, um, you're not going to have the opportunity to play for a conference championship. So, Beck, let's jump into some of our college football picks. Um, I guess the big news, you went 0-3 last yeah, week. not uh, good. Big fan of the Donuts. Big donut what? fan. What are right. you trying to say? Oh, hey, I went. Right. Hey, I went over an NFL action. Right. It's just no biggie. Now let me tell you. I know. I know all you out there are probably are probably putting the mortgages on me and Ben's picks. Because why wouldn't you? But fear not. If you fa fade for those gamblers, just a little term for you gamblers out there, non gamblers. Uh, the term fade means to just pick a, whatever we say, pick the opposite. You'd be four and two. You'd be four and two. That's the bright side. So you decide whether you want to fade us or bet with us. 
It was a rough week. I'll be honest. COVID's got me all screwed up. Like Big Ten's back this Big week. Big Ten is back. Now I'm super confused. Does be anyone careful. care? Yeah. Well, a mm, little bit. Uh, but be careful with those with those games where they haven't quite played one yet. You just never know. Now, good chance for some value, you know. Hey, right, here's the one issue I have, and I don't know if y'all saw it. So Mountain West is also kicking off this weekend, Who cares? and New Mexico was set to travel oh, to, I believe, Colorado, yes. Colorado State, and New Mexico cancels the game. They're like, due to some of our public health safety policies. It's like, dude, you didn't just find out on Tuesday before the game. Like, give me a break. You've known this for months. Somebody's the- feeling pretty big time in the old New Mexico. Gotta yeah, love the go- Lobos. Yeah, government office just feeling like they got the big boy pants Bob on. Bob Davies still the game. coaching out there or what? Unbelievable. Ben, uh, but I do have some picks this week that, I'll be honest, I felt a little shaky last week anyways. So. Yeah, you were pretty shaky. I ain't going to sit here and lie to you. You want to go first or you want me to go you first? You go ahead with your first one. No, I think I should. I think I rightfully deserve it after winning last week, going one and two. So here we go. <laughs> Locks for the week. Is nope. that considered winning one and two? Yeah. Without a <laughs> All doubt. right, cool. Just checking. Without a doubt. It is a head-to-head competition between me and you, and I believe I told you that I'm the most competitive person you'll ever meet. Right, well, here right. you go. Number one lock of the week, take it to the bank. I don't know if you saw the Tennessee Volunteers last week. I don't know if you've seen what Jared Garantano is at quarterback, but Alabama's a 21-and-a-half-point favorite. 21 right now. 21-point favorite going to Knoxville. Give me the Crimson Tide until I can't bet the Crimson Tide anymore. Because, listen, what they did to Georgia, what Mac Jones is doing at quarterback, they also shut out the Georgia Bulldogs and Stetson Bennett. What did I tell you about a guy named Stetson playing quarterback? You can't get it done when it matters. Give me the Crimson Tide minus 21 and a half. That is not one of my picks, but I also like that pick. Very good, BC. Number, right. No, I'm going to give oh, you all three. Go, okay, yeah, go ahead. Number two pick of the week. Baylor's coming back. I think they missed a couple of weeks due to COVID. Mm, stay away. Travel to Austin. Listen, I'm not buying in to Baylor. Dave Aranda's done a good job. Charlie Brewer's a four-year starter quarterback. Sam Ellinger's not a big-game quarterback. Might want to fade this one. Give me the Longhorns minus nine. Yeah, that's a terrible pick. That'll be a – I might just add that as my fourth pick, and I'm going to fade it. Final <laughs> – Final pick of the night from me. We'll conference USA action. I bet against the Thundering Herd last week, and I'm betting it against them again this week. FAU's had two weeks to prepare. They're a 17-point road dog. I'm going to take them to cover in Huntington after a long trip across the country for the Thundering Herd because they are not located in East Texas. That's what you'd call a reach right there, BC. I'm going to hit you with my first one. I love it, Ben. I just lo- I love when I feel good picking against Southern Miss. Liberty hosts the Golden Eagles. Is that Art Browse over there? Who is that? Hugh Freeze. That's what I said. It's Hugh Freeze. I love Hugh Freeze. Liberty is 5-0 and and putting it on them. Beat their first AAC. How much are they favored by? Five. What? Psych 10. Oh. Let's do it. <laughs> no. They are 10 point. Favorites. I could see them all day long. Two tutty win. Jack yeah. Abraham. He ain't keeping. Yeah, on Jack that. ain't much this year, fellas. All right, second one. Let me get to it. Kentucky and Missouri. I don't know if you've been watching Kentucky, but they're playing some football, putting up some points. They're going into Missouri. They are five and a half point favorites. Give it to me all day long. I love the Kentucky Blue, except for the two games they lost this year. <laughs> we'll forgive them for that. Wait. 
So you they lost to Ole Miss, <laughs> <laughs> which really got our boy Ben Mintz famous. Yeah, hey, it so sure did. I hey, like it. Listen, listen. Tell me, Kentucky's running out of luck this week. I think they've got like ten turnovers no, in their last we'll thirteen possessions. It's coming back. Running out of luck. Last but not least, Ben, this one this one gives me a lot of joy. I teased it earlier. A lot of joy. A lot of joy. UAB is going to donkey stomp ULL. That is the University of Lafayette, in case you're wondering, to only be referred to as ULL. You don't just get to decide what you call, Ben. You don't get to just make an announcement and say, oh, all of a sudden we are the University of Louisiana. That ain't how it works. It ain't even how it works if you're the best team in Louisiana, which you're not. Who is? I don't even want us to talk about it, but it ain't ULL. <laughs> they are one-point underdogs to UAB. I think UAB, at 4-1, and one, feeling spicy, invites ULL. Basically a pick em. Yeah, basically a pick em, but a, let's a, be real. Bold pick by you. No, it ain't happening. U, ULL falls to Coastal Carolina last week. The Chanticleers are pretty good. Yeah. Well, uh, ULL was pretty not good, so they're going to lose this week. Book it. Going to go to three and two. UAB is going to go to five and one. Not good for Tech, but it's going to happen. Hey, fair enough. So you've heard it. Your six locks for the week. You can thank us later. We'll both be coming back five and four next week. We're going to take our final time out of the night. Beck, I got some news for you. When we get back, gotta put a bow on it. You listen to Bleak Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk. glass and mirror we have so much more whether business home or auto we have the glass you're looking for replacing glasses painless like everything we do the very best in service always close to you acme glass and mirror give us a break and we'll shine through The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at exit 86 in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! Got a lot of stuff? Ideal Portable Buildings has what you need. A new custom-built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat. Ideal also carries dirks and portable buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin. And keep all your stuff covered with a new Eagle Carport from Ideal. Rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit. Find Ideal Portable Buildings on Facebook or call 699-9426.
Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. It is time to put a bow on it. Appreciate you listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio tonight. BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor. Beck, been a tremendous yeah, show. I need another Red Bull. Yeah, I need be- somebody to sponsor me. Sponsor the last segment. Hey, you want to sponsor Beck's Red Bull drinking habit? His wife won't like you, but she he'll be know. happy. She doesn't know, Ben. Don't talk about it. All right. Won't let her know. Nothing wrong with that. Drink the Red Bulls. He's only on a 12-ouncer. Get him the 16. Get him oh, yeah, the 20. I 16 tonight. Uh, get him the 20. Get Beck Haynes fired up. You know, it's, it's, you know this is what they all say, but it's, I really just like the flavor. Do Not you? even for the energy. Tastes like a little Sprite action. I just like it. Can't explain it, Ben. Hey, nothing wrong with that. So Louisiana Tech gets set to travel to San Antonio. I mean, tell, tell me what you think's got to happen this week, Ben. Oh, yeah, 7 p.m. kickoff ESPNU. Like I mentioned earlier, Dave and Teddy will have the call on KXKZ 107.5 FM. Mark and myself will have the postgame show. Uh, we love to hear from you. I believe the postgame number, 800-730-8031. brought to you by Impact Healthcare Solutions. So, uh, I want to thank those guys for sponsoring the Louisiana Tech postgame call-in show. So, Beck, you look at this matchup with UTSA, and I think offensively for Tech it's pretty simple. You have to protect your quarterback. If you can't protect your quarterback, you're going to have some more issues offensively. Um, I know that's going to be a big focus throughout the week in practice. Um, and really the big thing is can you get on the same page communication-wise uh, with some guys moving in and out of the lineup and then defensively, listen, stop the run. Sincere McCormick, like we mentioned with Javi Cardenas of BirdsUp.com, uh, leads the FBS in rushing, has over 700 yards in his first six games. Um, Bulldog defensive line, those linebackers, when you talk about Trey Baldwin, Tyler Grubbs, Mackie Carabin, uh, they're going to be forced uh, to make a bunch of plays in the run game because that's what UTSA wants to do. We'll see how healthy Frank Harris is at quarterback. Uh, he is a dual threat when he is healthy, but he's been dealing with a little bit of a sprained knee. So, uh, listen, Tech's got an opportunity to get things back on track. It's been three weeks of struggles on the offensive side of the ball. Um, let, let's get it figured out. Let, let's get to 4-2. and two, Let's get to 3-1 and one in the league. And let's set up another marquee matchup uh, here in Ruston when UAB comes to town in a couple of weeks. So, let, let's go ahead. Let's jump to our picks. Uh, Ooh. Bulldogs favored by two points on the road. I think uh, I won again last week because I was the only one that picked Tech to lose. Uh, I think Tabes did too, didn't he, no, Tabes? No, did not. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. That's, well, a couple week, that's a couple weeks in a row I've won. Well, good. Um, go home and uh, tell your kids about it. I'm sure they'll be thrilled. It means absolutely nothing to me that you can beat me in a pick <laughs> I thought you contest. were the most competitive person you, I know. All right, well, I'll win this You don't week. get to just decide what you're competitive in. If you lose, you all of a sudden not competitive in it anymore? Hey, fair that's enough. That's a... That didn't surprise me one bit. Fair enough. Hey, listen, you want to call me out? Call me out. I ain't upset. What are you, what are you picking? All right, here we go. I believe the over-under is around 52 and a half. So, listen, this is going to be a defensive battle. One thing's for certain. If you're betting the over and under with the dogs, you're sweating it out till late in the fourth quarter. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. No doubt. Tech a two-point underdog at UTSA. Underdog or favorite? Favorite. Excuse me. Gosh. Two-point favorite at UTSA. I'm going to say Tech wins a close one, 27-23. I got 27-21. I knew you were going to do that. I knew it. Hey, listen, I'm done picking scores over 30s. Listen, I said it earlier this week. 
I'm done talking. I'm done making predictions. I just want it. I just want it to be known. Show it to me on the field. I just want it to be known. I wrote mine down before you wrote. I'm not just following you. No, oh, yeah, you're, you're just a follower. I carry you. But as pessimistic as I am, you actually. Well, you got wins in five of the last six. You're not very pessimistic. You're the most optimistic person I know. Tabes, what do you got? Tabes ain't too sure right now. No. He ain't feeling good. Tabes ain't feeling Take good. Take you a sip of that Polar Pop and think about it real hard. Uh, 31-27 dogs. I think, I think Tabes has picked 31-27 every week. I, hey, I can't confirm that. But. I'll hit it one of these weeks. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, listen, bottom you said line tech? Is, Yeah, he's never picking If we dogs. pick... If we get 27-23, 27-21, or 31-27. All right, BTB is buying lunch. BTB's going to be sweating. <laughs> be a I, little... I think we're just back to oh, yeah. I don't wanting think... to win. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's going to be pretty. You know, Skip, he's going to get up by one point and just freaking run the clock out. Man, you. Oh, ben, I'm not hey, I'm not happy. I got two words. I got to tell you I get it. I get it that we may be limited, and it may be what we have to do. Beck, I can set up a third mic on Saturday evening if you want to. Tapes. Drop on Get through. Get me on. You want to come on? We'll, yeah. just, we'll just bump Kramer out tell, of the way. Tell Kramer, I got tell this. Tell Kramer he can go home. Yeah, Kramer, right, head to the bed, house. Kramer. Head to the house. Because Beck's coming in hot. Hey, listen, I want to tell you something. Tomorrow I'm heading out to watch the dogs practice, and I want to bring you with me. What time? And I want to introduce you to a couple of these players that you've uh, had some words to I say know, about. And I know we, they're bigger than me. All right, then we're going to do some Oklahoma drill, and we're going to see how you listen, fare. I don't play college football. You'll look like a water boy out there. I probably could have, but a I didn't. bull in the ring here for Yeah. Back. Let's get a little taste of his own medicine, old tough I'll, guy. I like being a radio bull. All right, tough me guy. Alone. Leave me alone. All right, tough guy. I have a word with Skip, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I bet you will. I'm like, Skip, tell me why. Is it because we're limited? It's because you can't do anything, or is it because you're conservative? Wait till I get him to call in on the oh, show. Oh, you are such a. You know what? <laughs> I hear you on the sideline. I know what you really say. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to expose you right now. We got a lot of it. A lot of the elections almost here. We're about. There's a lot of people being exposed. I'm going to spare you, Ben. I'm going to spare you for what you really say. I can pull up some text messages, yeah, and yeah. you'll be a BTB jail for weeks. All right, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. So, been a tremendous show tonight. Uh, I want to thank Javi Cardenas, BirdsUp.com, for joining us. Help us preview Louisiana Tech and UTSA. We'll be back same time, same place next week. For Beck Haynes, for our producer, John Tabor, I'm BC. We'll see you.